put your hands together for the hosts of the Chick and Nick Show, Matt Chick and Nick Bob. Calm down. spoke we were speaking to hundreds of dedicated cult followers i mean fans <laughs> at the hale varsity club and now about uh oh a week and a half or so later yeah we reunite and things are a little more mellow things are a little uh, it's all down here less stressful but yes yeah. well okay uh, we can already let people behind the curtain here at least for myself we leaned on, heard at, and the Hale Varsity Club so much for the audio and technical aspects of everything. We are not recording video as we're talking about this. Do we need, should we, as we're doing this, should we, can we go to hit record? Can you help me out here? I'm going to try to yeah. record the Zoom. Yeah. You got to give me permission. What are we doing here? Oh, yeah. That's you know what I'm saying? You know, like, we have, got, we have one live podcast event, and we are so lazy. It is just... Okay, host allows me to record and recording people in progress. Say, there we go. Now, like the screen yeah, records. All right. right? So okay. Right now. Look at, I mean, yeah. I showered. I was at the pool for a little bit. I showered. I put on a polo. I don't want, I want all that work to feel like it was for something. But yes, I feel like everything, everything's downhill now, right? Like everything is just, we peaked. We clearly peaked. It's all, it's all going down now. I feel like at the end of that live show, we just sort of announced our retirement from the podcast. Just say, thanks for coming out. This is the last you'll see of us. Have a good life. Right? But instead, but instead, that's what Jordan should have done in 98 when he crossed Byron Russell's ass up and gamed him. He should have just said, that's it for me. I'm done. That's six titles. But instead, he got his Wizards game right. We're now in our Wizards phase of the Schick and Nick career is what's happening here. We'll still put up 20 a game. It's just not going to rise to the level of what people envision. No, That's really an issue. no, no. I mean, what's your favorite Wizards moment for the MJ? You don't have one. And I hate to tell people that's where we're headed. That's where we are headed now with this podcast. It's all over for and us. I whiz, and I wizard in my pants. Wizards in my pants. And I whiz in my pants. <laughs> Excellent reference there. Can you believe, are you still, be honest with you, how long did the high, the natural high, last for you after that live show? When did, are you still, are you still high? Or have you gone, have you, have you leveled out here? Uh, I would say, how am I feeling? You know, probably a few days as I kept thinking about it, going, that was really a, a cool night, a cool afternoon, something that... I don't think a lot of people get to experience from the radio world side of things. Like you can do a live radio show or a live podcast or have a bowling league get, like we did. Yeah, but you're not going to get the fervor that you got there. There was anticipation, there was fun, there was drinks and food. We were and nervous. Came together. Yeah. Everybody's yeah, a little nervous. Cue up Pete everyone Rose. Was, everyone was a little nervous. There was uh, no question about that. You know how to hold a bat? You hold a bat by its wings. <laughs> that's, 
That's a good line. He didn't get it. He didn't no. get it. Everybody's a little nervous. <laughs> You know I have a live. You know I have a live podcast show. You have a live podcast show at Hale Varsity Club. You know how to hold a bat. You hold a bat by its wings. <laughs> but he's a little nervous. Everybody was a little nervous. Everybody's a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, thank you. But for me, I felt like you and I have had an illustrious, immaculate media career that has taken us to such places as Evansville, Indiana, Terre Haute, Indiana. Hardy's. Hardy's. Mockingbird Lane's Bowling Alley. Terra Vista Golf Club. Or Eagle Club. Whatever. Papillion. Im Constantino Salon and Spa. Which, which is no longer with us now. Unfortunately, it has passed and gone to business heaven. I, we were once getting pedicures yeah. at M. Constantino Salon and Spa, interviewing Sean McDonough. I didn't realize. See, that's a that's a fact that I forgot. We were. I just was so focused on the the petty. Gosh, we had a good time. Yeah, we I did. Have, but what do you do? What do you do when you still have money on the gift card, but the business is out of? Business? How does that work? Does that like can we can we take that to a bank? <laughs> can we can we take that to a bank and it'll just give us straight up cash? Like, how does that work? I'm curious. Need to, need a we need to figure that out. But, yeah, I I mean, I think what I was saying before, we went cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs there for a hot second. We've done – you do a lot of different things. We've been lucky enough to to turn this into our, our careers for a while, whether it's with ESPN, with Fox, 1620, all this different stuff we're doing, now the podcast. And you realize that the like these truly memorable moments don't necessarily come along that often – and I don't know how you felt, but when I was up there on the stage, I'm looking out there and I'm thinking, this is something. Well, first of all, I was thinking stage stage is at its biggest and the brights are at its lightest. That's what it's all about. Right now, our stage is the world. Okay. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> what is that drop? Where did that come from? Right Coach Osborne. Stage is the world? <laughs> I liked it. All right. Stage is at its at its biggest, and the brights are at its lightest. That's what it's all about. That's what it felt like. What do you think, Tio? Right now, our stage is the world. (laughs) (laughs) See, it's just like guys on bicycles because it's so. Imagine someone like our stage is the world. It's like whoa, that's amazing. Right now, our stage is the world. (laughs) I I almost feel like I need. To go through what is that? Some Osborne here because I know you were going to make a great, great point. Nah, nah. As I say, it was a cool moment. Yada yada yada, cool moment. If I, uh, if I uh, don't come back, I'm probably in a bare stomach somewhere. <laughs> what? You went to Jurassic Park. Get down that slippery slope of a playoff, where you could get into a situation like the NFL, where at the end of the season, sometimes there's some meaningless games. Well, how do you feel about an expanded playoff? That's a huge chunk of money. There you go. (laughs) Costs a lot of money, is it not? It does cost a fair amount of money. (laughs) What would you say to Tyler McKinney? Obviously, we're not very happy. (laughs) 
What do you think of the Hill Varsity Club? Yeah, it's pretty intense. Drinking and food at the Hell Varsity Club with our pod? There's going to be uh, a fair amount of chaos. <laughs> I put some of that food in uh, that they that my wife didn't need to put it in a little take-home box. You can't keep food overnight. Oh, well, now you're telling us, Coach Osborne. What, what about hiring Mike Riley? We made a bad call. <laughs> we have a lot of well, how have we this not? Is a slow news day. Yeah. Wow. I mean, this is the biggest untapped resource of all time. Oh my God. How much Osborne you've been sitting on, Doc? I don't know. I should have done this earlier. I think <laughs> it's a mistake. Thank you, Tom. <laughs> oh! <gasps> Stage is the world. Oh, this is a good one. This is kind of a big deal. Oh. It's a big deal. Bo's the, uh, the head coach. Bo's the head coach. <laughs> Where is he? Is he being smothered by various pillows? Or, like, what is he? You bet. Tom Osborne live at the pillow factory getting smothered by multiple pillows. Who's the coach? He's the head coach. (laughs) You know what? Something that really bothers me is... uh, You know, there's a lot of cracks in the driveway. That asphalt's going to come up, and they're going to start going up. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? How is this happening? Losers. Whoa. I do remember Losers. that one. Losers. Losers. All right. This one says, Tom Osborne, laugh. <laughs> oh, come to think of it, I've never heard him laugh, I don't think. No. You have now. <laughs> hey, Tom, you know how to hold a bat? You hold a bat by its wings. <laughs> you know this whole podcast this is a lot of baloney all right all right, all right. thank you mr baloney man all right i was uh went to the tom osborne uh, yeah no i was just thing. saying there's very few times where you feel like man yeah. this is something you're very memorable i did whatever tom osborne derailed it with the stages the world guys on bicycles that go off ramps and do backflips thank you tom oh man shots so, out but it was it was very cool. I was to doing some see. good things. Yeah, it it was very cool to see everyone come out. The fact that we were getting texts and alerts from earlier in the day, like, "Hey, someone's already sitting at a table," yeah. sending us pictures. Like eleven thirty with with her dad, were sending us pictures that they had taken with their phones of people sitting at the table, people outside lining up waiting to get in. Yes, to this thing, like, Matt Davison out there. Getting people organized outside of the Hale Varsity Club for the event. We have live audio of that. Let's go to outside Hale Varsity Club. Our correspondent, Matt Davison, with the Shikinik fans. Get up. Get up. Line up. Get lined up. Apparently, there were people laying on the pavement. He had to get them to get lined up. Pretty angry. But yeah, lines around the corner. Apparently, Coldstone was not happy about that. No, they weren't. They wanted you out of there. Um, (laughs) But no, it was. It was a very neat deal, and um, this is a big deal. No, it was. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, I'm 
looking for. <laughs> 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 All right, here we go. This is a big deal. Right. Oh, my so, gosh. It was, uh, but to, yeah, to see everybody out there and people were energetic and then to listen back to it, just the, the crowd was into it. Yes. We had theme song Thursday and we had Mitch Sherman and Bella. Uh, and Bella. <laughs> Uh, Michael Severe and Damon Benning and Shane Schillerberg, who was a complete surprise to all of us. We did not know he was going to be there. It was, uh, it was, it was great. And I hope that everyone enjoyed it. We hope to do it again. And, uh, you know, next time we're going to charge you 50 bucks. So, oh, but it was, uh, it was cool to meet everybody. And yes. I think one of the, one of the things about it too, is that, it was a. It was almost a. Uh, I don't know if cathartic or therapeutic. Like it, it was just interesting to hear, because the last time that we got to interact with people, was the last show that we did, back in 2012. Ten years ago. You know, so it was this summer. It was next month or this month, July, mm-hmm. right around this time, and so. So you remember the emails that we got when the show ended, and we printed it out and read through a bunch of them and hundreds. I still have uh, many of them, most of them here at the house. And I remember reading through those. And then so you get people coming up to you and saying things about what the radio show meant to you. And you're like, oh, yeah, that did mean something. And this is the first time people have had to talk to you outside of, you know, that show 10 years ago when you could pick up the phone and weigh in and on our last show that day. But it, there were a couple of fans that came up and were were emotional. Yes, and it was like there was this one guy who's a very big, muscular guy comes up and he just said, "I don't want to say too much because I don't want to cry." But you you could tell there was something that this show helped him with years yes. ago, and the podcast continues to help him with. I don't know. Everyone's got their own story, but um, he was a cool he, looking guy. He like was a yeah. cool. He could have bench pressed me ten times without a spotter. One thousand percent. He is not a P ninety X dropout, unlike somebody I know, Mister Schick. But this dude has completed P ninety X plenty of times. But yeah, cool. Like came up that that all the conversations were cool. That one was really stuck with me. Where this guy was was really emotional and. It was like you said. Clearly, there was something, something going on in his life needed th- this show, and golly, is that powerful? It just was, and and there were a bunch of different interactions just like that that were were so cool. Even dudes like Eric and Elliot, guys that were you know day one dudes from Chick and Nick that, and you get guys would come and be like, oh, they'd give you their name, and you'd be like, Rem- I remember that name getting emailed to to the Chick and Nick yeah, show right. all the time. You know, What's like your name. Oh yeah, I remember yes, that, that right. name, Alex. Or that name, Nick. Yeah, it was amazing. It was just it was, it was a it was a truly special day, and for as much as people came up and said thank you to us, like that was I want I think I on behalf of you I want to say thank you to all of them for that kind of a of a moment. And that was that was a moment. You don't get very many legitimate moments where, like, I I am going to remember that day for a long, long time. And so that was – and shouts out to – again, we've tried to thank him a bunch, but everybody at Herdat and Hill Varsity Club put on a hell of an event. That was well done, well executed. I, I mean, was outstanding. Ten out of ten. You knew it was going to be a good show when we walk into the backstage area and they've already handed you a beer. Yes, they were like, beer? Uh, I said, perfect. This is good. This is good. 
the mule, the howling mule I had was legit. Yeah, you, boy, you, like yeah, it. you were a beer in when we got the stage, and then you had, had a mule. mule, yeah, up there. I was, I finished like half of my Have Mercy Marguerite. <laughs> <laughs> then you had to Great cut things. it out. I did. There was some good food names there. The food was great. My my family shared like this huge pretzel, which was yeah. They said the greatest soft pretzel they've ever had. That pretzel was that was called a, was it called the steering wheel pretzel? I mean, it was the size of a steering wheel. It was enormous. It was. It was, it was. The biggest steering wheel of all time. That's not true. So it was. Um, <laughs> but it was a good. Yeah. Yeah. It was. A, it was a Jacob. great night. Great day. And thank you, Jacob. Yeah. Otherwise known as the ghost of John. <laughs> <laughs> making an appearance. You never know how things are going to work out. You know, you have a few tent poles of the show. Okay, we're going to do this, that, and the other. But then you fill it with other things. We knew we wanted to get to your Greg Sharp impression. Yeah. And the show kind of led us that way. We're like, okay, let's get to it now. And your impression of Greg Sharp came at about the halfway point of the show. And it was my favorite part was watching you and then watching the crowd. It's like, I get to see your Greg Sharp. I get to see your face do the Greg Sharp almost on a weekly basis. But then to see the crowd react to your Greg Sharp was one of the great moments of my life and had to be professionally one of the great moments of your life. Would anyone like to hear from Greg Sharp even though he's not here? It was a restaurant. Step in a restaurant. I want a touchdown. I want another one touchdowns. Various kinds of touchdowns. Do we have touchdowns here? Okay, we do not have to. There are, there are, there are no touchdowns here. It's um, named after Hill Varsity. Okay. Hill Varsity. Okay. All right. <laughs> Off of a school that scores touchdowns. Okay, thank Misleading you. and it's not touchdowns. <laughs> thank you, Greg. Thank you, Greg. This is such a slap in the face to the actual Greg Sharp. What would you give us a little play-by-play of perhaps of a... If a Husker is strolled in here. Well, if a Husker strolled in here, snap back, it's Martinez. That snap brought to you by Dorothy Lynch. <laughs> gonna roll right, he's looking for Travis Volkolek. He's gonna catch it. That catch is brought to you by Pepsi. When you're thirsty, reach for an ice cold Pepsi. Volkolek down the sideline. That sideline is brought to you by Skeeter Barnes, Buck Naked Barbecue Sauce. So good you don't need sauce. Volkolek's gonna score. It's a touchdown. It's a touchdown. And the Brass is gonna win a football game. It's a touchdown. It's a touchdown. No, it was a touchdown. <laughs> that was my favorite moment. And that came 51 minutes into the show. Like, think about that. We're usually wrapping up our weekly pods around 45. Oh, my gosh. 51 in, and we still had about 40 to go. That was classic. That was just so good. I don't know why when I do my Greg Sharp, it ends up... Him being argumentative about a touchdown, <laughs> like him like having to defend the touchdown, or how come you're not in agreement that we should all have a touchdown? I don't know. It's bizarre. He's no. got a little touchdown withdrawal. He, you know, Nebraska doesn't score a lot of touchdowns. That dare he? That was, That's about to change with Whippy Whipple. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that does lead us to the polls that we put. <laughs> Here are the results of the polls that we put out after the live show. The cost to attend the live show is free. This was overpriced, undervalued, or just right. 48% said just right. Nice. The best part of the live show was seeing Chicken Nick or the food and drinks. 71% said seeing 
Chicken Nick. No, they're liars. Which of Nick's impressions is better, Greg Sharp or Michael Severe? Seventy-three <laughs> percent said Greg Sharp. My, my Michael Severe is terrible. Like, let's be honest. My Greg Sharp, if you listen to that call, like the Greg Sharp sounds like Greg Sharp. Does my Michael Severe even sound like Michael Severe? No, but it's it's so far <laughs> off the reservation of Michael Severe that it's a great Michael Severe. <laughs> like, you either have to be so close or so far away. From That's it. it. That's it. Isn't that the truth? Like, you either got to be Frank Caliendo level, like, perfect spot on, or it needs you, to be terrible, like, not even close. You did the Michael Severe to Michael Severe. Let's listen. <laughs> Radio, TV, newspaper. I, I won Broadcaster of the Year awards. Yep. But this is what I'll be remembered for. That's great. On my tombstone, first line of the wiki. Yeah. In the old bit. Yeah. 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 No problem with it. Could you just have a quick conversation? I'd love to cause an apocalypse, but I don't see the <laughs> 17 bucks with the bucks. Yeah, you out there with the 17 bucks with the Not me. It's not me. Yeah, but, but, I actually drive a minivan. A minivan? Oh, yeah, it's pretty nice. A uh, minivan got a bucket seat? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> It does have fun. No, no, no. I, I, think, I think it's much easier to get naked in a, in a minivan than it is in a chimney. I think we should go back to doing talking Greg as Sharp. if you're knowing something about this whole thing. That's what I think. Come on. Go back to doing Greg Sharp. Oh, man. The hey, Warner Burger thing. The Warner showing up. If you know Shouts out to Michael for being such a good sport about oh, it, too. Man. I mean, again. There are some people who cannot take it. No. He takes it and smiles. He, oh, and I love him. Up. I love Michael Severe. I love that. I love everything about that, man. It's so good. Oh, it's so gosh. Good. It's so ridiculous. How- how would you assess the live show? Better than expected, live up to the hype, just okay, or never do it again? Never. 40, 47% said lived up to the hype. Ooh. 44% said better than expected. Wow. 6% said just okay, and 3% said never do it again. Okay. See, but with that with that many people liking it. How about this? 300 votes in this one. Should Chicken Nick do more live shows? 95%. Said yeah, 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 yeah. We, we did the yeah versus your yeah yep. within the first five minutes of the show. So stupid live show. I'm just I am gonna make so many enemies by the end of my career mm-hmm. with my impressions. Nick Henrich. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> did you, Alyssa, Travis, and Joe become the best morning news team in Nebraska by virtue of embracing the show? Of course, they were there. Yep. 87% said, yeah. Yeah. John Oakey replied, some of us strongly disagree. <laughs> what a reply. <laughs> uh, what good Travis- peeps, though. They were great, weren't oh, they? they were awesome. It was so fun. They made that drip. And then they did a fi- we tweeted it out. They did a five-minute segment on the Chicken yes. show and the podcast. Yes. Isn't that amazing? morning show on Monday. It was it's great. amazing. Good people there. Is Travis Klineski the biggest meteorologist in the state? 78% said yes. He's he's tall. He's a big dude. Ginormous. I mean. Like he stood next to us, and then the camera angle. Made him look like, I mean, <laughs> he looked like Jeff Saturday or something. He looked enormous. And then uh, Alyssa in the newscast referenced you know, look at the width and the, the massive width. chest and back. She referenced that in the uh, in the newscast. Of course, she's referencing a very deep cut on the that show. That is a deep McC- cut. Just look at the width. 
yeah. <laughs> the massive chest and back is just physically he's even more impressive than I thought he would be. It's great. Wow, Alyssa with a deep cut there. Yep. She can no longer Alyssa can no longer I feel like she's slowly not gonna be able to play like I don't get it. I don't I don't know what you're referencing. Like she's in too deep now. She is in too deep. She is without question a P one listener. Yep. And that's not that's not going to change. No. She can't do the oh, I don't really get it. No, she gets it. Here, I'll, I'll play for you what she said as they were showing pictures uh, of themselves <laughs> at the show. This was on their newscast Monday morning, 6.39 a.m. Central Time. And then, of course, we had to take a nice picture of all of us together. And yeah. Travis just towering over all of us. And, you know, it's Skull. pretty normal. At this point, I think we're all used to it. I'm just mm-hmm. a very large individual compared to most people. Look at the width of that chest. So, sheesh. Anyone not knowing what she's talking right. about. Right. Is like, what? Hold on. Wait a second here. That's inappropriate. Just look at the width. Yeah. <laughs> the massive chest and back. It's just <laughs> physically, he's even more impressive than I thought he would be. That's how we all felt about Travis. Yep. Which KSNB <laughs> personality would you like to hang out with? It's got the most votes. Alyssa got 64% of the vote. She Travis was the winner. Got 19%, and Uncle Joe got 17%. I, I, on behalf of Uncle Joe, how dare you to everybody? Then Alyssa called out Joe for creating fake accounts to vote for himself. Boy, just kicking Uncle Joe and he's down. <laughs> you know? So we, we put out a poll. Are you okay with Joe Scanlon having multiple Twitter accounts to vote for himself? <laughs> Nick Twitter poll, 62% said, yeah, they're fine with it. That's good. They're fine with it. Who was the best live show interview? 51% said Michael Severe. Good for you, Michael. Followed by Paul from the Beanery, Mitch Sherman, Damon Benning. Is Nick's impression of Greg Sharp better in person than it is on the podcast? Because <laughs> <laughs> Michael said it was. 79% said, yeah. Yeah. I do. I, I, doing it in front of a group, I have to kind of really get into the character. I do kind of have a, a momentary out-of-body experience. I couldn't focus on anybody in particular because it would break character. Right, right. I took it very serious as if, if we were inside the actor's studio, I would have... Cannot make eye contact when I'm doing a Greg Sharp. It ruins the Greg Sharp. Don't look at him. Don't look. He's doing the Greg Sharp. No one look at him. No one look at him. It's a touchdown. It's a touchdown. It's a touchdown. It is a touchdown. Don't look at him. Don't look at him. He's doing it. He's in the zone. The red zone? No. Touchdown. No. Red zone's touchdown. It's a touchdown. Pepsi. Who is. Who is the more physically imposing meteorologist? Travis Klineski or Bill Ramby? Klineski got 61% of the vote. How, how tall is Bill Ramby's a tall glass of water, isn't he? 7'4". <laughs> I've golfed with him. He's at least 8 feet. When he rolls up his sleeves, he feels like 9 feet. If you were news director Mark Baumert at KSNB, my old boss, what would your directive be to the morning news team regarding quoting the Chicken Nick show on the air? 85% said do it more. 15% said cut it out. Oh, 
Do it more. We want more. Should John Oakey start quoting the show on KETV, even though he's the only person on the set who listens to the show? 94% said yes. Your move, John Oakey. We... Bill Shammert, they got him in the transfer portal. He's going to be there. They they got him a nice NIL deal. He's in the portal. Yeah, he is. Yes, we need to we need to infiltrate that multiple news teams and have just our our tentacles everywhere. We put up a late poll because Alyssa tweeted out a video of her wake skating, and someone threw her a beer, and she shotgunned it while she was wake skating off of the boat. I mean, impressive. And she tweeted that out. So people were saying that she totally redeemed herself from nothing but rim. Nothing but rim. Okay, I'm watching it. Okay. So wow. Joe Joe challenged her to a shotgun off at 5:30 a.m. Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> I got. No, please don't do that before you talk about all the sports. Oh my gosh! I think. Uh... 5.30 a.m., I'm rolling with Uncle Joe and a shotgun off. <laughs> Munsky tweeted, Crap, last week I voted to hang out with Travis. I immediately regret that decision. I apologize. No, it wasn't Travis. It was Alyssa. I apologize. Hey, Chris. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing well. Yeah. What do you got? Okay, I was thinking it was uh, Montana, and I was thinking... I want to say it was like Idaho or Idaho State. I forget which one it was. It was one of the non-conference games. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. <laughs> never okay. gets old. When is it going to get old? It'll never, never get old. old. Never gets old. Um, so we did put up an impromptu poll. After the latest video featuring Alyssa on the wake skate, <laughs> is the battle for the top KSNB media personality now officially over? Ninety-one percent said, "Yeah." Sheesh. But Dan points out. He replied, "It's not about wake skates, ma'am. It's about drops. It's not about yards, ma'am. It's about points." <laughs> Which, by the way, Dan, good job with the uh, fake McConaughey. That was well done. Shouts out to Dan. Dan does a great job there. Oh man. So anyway. Um, Anywho, thirty-five minutes later. There we go. I mean, we're about we're about done here. Anything yeah. else you want to uh, you want to discuss here? That was the polls. I mean, that was it. I just wanted to express my sincerest uh, appreciation for this the moment that was the the Shikinik live pot. That's it. That's all I wanted to get across tonight. You know, that's that's it. That's it. Big Ten Media Day is coming up. Yeah. Uh, you know, we'll see I what. I will not uh, be there this year. You know, just when you think you can count on you. You know, I know. Uh, no, no, uh, Scott Frost interview for the pod this year. Oh. I, I will mean, not be talking to him. I will. Um, I got some. I got a Vegas basketball tournament with uh, LeBron James's kids. I got a call. You getting your Bronny on? Yeah, little Bronny. You little getting Bronny your Bron Bron game right? Yeah. You so, gonna have Bron Bron on the pod? I don't think so. He doesn't do any interviews. You, you want to know, know the toughest person to interview and get a hold of to interview? It's Bronny James. <laughs> And I'm talking politics. I'm talking. You could get Biden before you got Bronny. That's no true. Yeah, he he really he really uh, you're right. No, he doesn't do anything. Okay, you never hear him. You never. When's the last time you heard a Bronny interview? That's a great point. I haven't heard him. You no. literally never. I never. Very protected. So yeah. we'll talk about him. Okay. We won't talk to him. We won't talk. But to that's him. exciting. 
Texas. Yeah, it'd be great. We have four games in uh, Vegas, and I'll be calling them on location in Charlotte. So that's oh. On no, it's good. I don't, I don't like traveling. Yeah. I take it to the rim. <laughs> so stupid. You got your travel get you you with two eight two eighteen hour drives and uh, you've you've done a lot of traveling here. You you've earned eighteen hour it. drives. That was it was an eighteen hour drive. That was like driving two sand hills yes. eighteen times from Omaha. <laughs> Think about it. What's well, a great way to put it into perspective? <laughs> Think about this, guys. It's like we drove from Omaha to the sand hills eighteen times. <laughs> it was a long drive, both from eighteen hours straight uh, down and back, but it was a. Uh, it was a good trip in Nebraska. Great to see everyone, and it always feels like home. By the way, so we're taping this on a Sunday, a Sunday night, on a Monday night, 24 hours from now, your boy and a former Shikinick intern, John Schreiner, are going to be calling the Nebraska Boys and Girls High School All-Star Games on NET. Oh, cool. So just just want to give a little love to John Schreiner. Are we all, nobody supports their interns from a decade ago quite like the Shikadick show. So I just wanted to throw that out there as well. But and now that you mention it, I feel awful because he did text me to go, hey, while you're in Nebraska, can we uh, chat or I would love to see you. And I totally forgot. Like I, There was so much going on. I had to fly to North Carolina. Yeah, you had a lot going John, on. I, John, I apologize. <sighs> no, I couldn't meet you. I apologize. I forget the name of the team. I apologize. No, it wasn't Montana. It was Wyoming. I apologize. All right. Before we go, yeah. SEC Media Days were some of the funnest things you've ever seen in your life. Not because of what was said, but because of what wasn't. You remember when Jimbo Fisher absolutely crushed Nick Saban? Oh, yeah. You remember just like just... Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that... A lot of things you don't want to know. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past or anybody that's ever coached with him. You can find out anything you want to find out, what he does and how he does it. And it's despicable. So you remember that? I, of course. How okay. could I forget? So I put a little thing together that we played on ESPN Radio <laughs> Sunday morning because there were things that he said at media days. He was asked about it multiple times. And let's just say he did a complete 180. Here's, uh, here's what we did on uh, ESPN Radio on Sunday. It's despicable that a reputable head coach could come out and say this when he doesn't get his way. Listen, we, we're great. we two competitive guys that go at it. Listen, we all learn from things we do in our business. The narcissist in him doesn't allow those things to happen. Listen, I have great respect for Nick. And, thing, you know, that's unfortunately our thing went public. And that's, that's sometimes that happens in this world. Nothing's private anymore, is it? It's ridiculous. But when, when he's not on top. Anyway, but no, we have great respect for Nick, and we all learn from him. We all will learn. I, like he said, he will learn. Hopefully, I learn from things we do and say, and, and we move on from there. Some people think they're God. Go dig into how God did his, his deal. You may find out about, about a guy that a lot of things you don't want to know. But have great respect for him in their program like always. We built him up to be the czar of football. Go dig into his past. What's the thing that you took most from him that is, has is influenced your coaching career? I think diversity in organization and, and the different aspects of a program that they've grown. You can find out anything you want to find out. What he does and how he does it. And it's despicable. And he's a great football coach. Some people think they're God. Now we have great respect for Nick. Go dig into his past. Listen, we were great. Just go ask all the people who work for him. 
you know exactly what he's about. Two competitive guys who go at it. Listen, we all learn from things we do. There's a reason people don't go, I ain't went back and worked for him. I have great respect for Nick, and certain people never follow the rules anyway. Good. Wow. There you go. There you go. That is well done. That That is the be- That's a perfect encapsulation of, like, that's a definition of a complete 180. Didn't well want done. to say anything. Just wanted to totally backtrack. Nah, I had great respect for him. Nah, 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 nah. There's a reason I, like I didn't go back and work, never went back and worked for him. But great respect. I love the guy. I love him. I have everything about him. Tyler, you like uh, Jimbo and Nick? I'm not happy about that. Shick and Nick. Yeah. Shick and Nick. Yeah. Shick and Nick show. Yeah. Here we go. Yes. So, all right, six years old. Yes. Your mom listens to the show. Yeah, her turns it on the radio, and then I started listening to it a lot, and I started to like it a lot. I thought about this a lot. <laughs> a Huda Media Production.